there's a lot on TV. And you can't possibly keep up with all of it. Even though you should, because what else are you going to talk about? Psych! Bitch, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Nothing. Weather's nice. It's time for the next episode with Sabrina. Hey. You good? I don't know what that was about. <laughs> where, where, where that was from. It, it also uh, landed its way on the log like a mere three seconds before you said, let's do the next episode. Uh, I was, just, I was, uh, I was like, here. <laughs> tossed it right in. Are you ready for the next episode? Yeah. Oh, bitch. Psych. Yeah, you know who's never going to say either of those two words to you ever? That mortgage guy, Don, from HomeLoansRadio.com, because he just wants to help you out. He has your best interest in mind. And when it comes to refinancing, buying your first home, anything in between, because there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Go to HomeLoansRadio.com and work with the man himself, that mortgage guy, Don. It was 53 years ago, 1968, the very first interracial kiss in television history. Oh, yeah. It was on Star Trek, right? How'd you know? Yeah, this is a thing people know. Gotta be honest with you, I didn't. Hadn't heard of that? Yeah, maybe I, it, had you done it as a Today I Learn? I, maybe. I, mean, I was out of the room for a second. But yeah, it was 53 years ago. It was shown on Star Trek. It happened between Captain Kirk and who, Mr. Know-It-All about oh, kisses? Oh, what's her name? Oh. Mm-hmm. Ulthura? Oh, wow. That? Is that right? I mean, close enough for me. Uhura. All right. Aurora, U H U R A. Just for the record, this is the only thing I know about Star Trek. All okay. Could you name the episode for three points? Oh my god! Completely in the lead. What? Like what episode number it was? No, no, the name of the episode. It was called "Don't Get Mad." <laughs> it was called. Uh, oh, one. Love. Nope. Thanksgiving. Uh, you're going to be eating something on a plate, and then add an O to that. Play-Doh. And if Plato had a wife with children from a previous marriage, it would be step Plato. Step no Plato stepchildren. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, All right. we tried. Um, I think you guys are going to know this based on Sean's winning streak so far. Mm-hmm. This guy right here. But I can't bring my Adele. Adele is right. Celine, do you even care? No, he doesn't. He doesn't like Adele. I'm trying to make sure our show airs. He's he's against Adele. We off there. Adele has made it very clear she will not be pushed around and she is not taking it easy on Spotify. Spotify has agreed to 86 the shuffle button while users listen to her album because Adele says it screws up the flow of the songs. Yeah. And I could not agree more. Yeah, I think she's right on that. I, I think sometimes, at least for me, it used to be important, like the flow of an album when you started from mm-hmm. the first song. And that's what the artist wants. And that's what she had explained it was the only request I had ever had in our ever-changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story. Our story should be listened to as we intended. You know what else that would make weird? Hmm. If you had an album like Outcast used to do this a lot, I think, where there were skits and stuff, and the skit was designed to Kim flow. Kim and Cookie. <laughs> like if the, if Hello, that, Cookie. If it didn't flow into the right song, you'd be like, what the hell was that? Yeah, and then I love when the shuffle like puts on a really sad... Uh, intense song like Easy on Me and then mm-hmm. Shaka Khan. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I am every Too woman. Much. Too much. Uh, Adele, speaking of the gal, uh, I think the most, the only interview she's had really is the Oprah one, right? Yeah. And then she did that big performance, which I feel like every celebrity was at, almost award show style. And if you are a reporter and you get an opportunity to interview Adele, 
How about be the only person in Australia to interview Adele? That's big. What would be like your your top priority, Sean? Oh, I would want to make sure I was fully aware of everything that I could possibly ask her. As and like her life, yeah, or um, read a book, or re- investigate as much as I could. And assuming that she is doing this interview to promote her new album, Thirty. It'd um, probably be pretty important to yeah, listen, listen to the album. Listen to the album. Definitely do that. Well, that's not what he did. I guess he only had one one job, didn't he? I didn't tell you to prep it anyway. His name's Matt Doran. He works for Channel Seven, might not anymore. He flew from Sydney to London on the fourth of November to meet Adele for her only Australian interview about the new album. But then he admitted during it that he actually didn't get a chance to listen to the album so sony withheld the entire interview they have zero footage he apologized and apologized and he said that he missed an email and then blamed what spam folder you don't need an email to know that you could just go back on one of your music sites and listen to it this is prior to the release of the album so like they had sent a link so that he could preview it and have something to talk about. And he's like, it was in my spam folder down under over there. And I say, yes. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. They say that in Australia, right? This one around. Number one, first what? You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. And you'll be one all your dumbass life. <laughs> Good on him. Um... God, I only have time for so much more. We'll do we'll do this one tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if yeah, there's plenty of time. I think. Yeah. Well, this one is a game, and then I think like we could really dive in, especially because right before right before vacation. All right. And and I think this is a lot more important. Um, and I'm talking about the upcoming Finding Magic Mike competition series on Did HBO. Finding Magic Mike. Yeah, it's kind of like Finding Nemo, but instead of a little fin, they have giant dongs. Oh, okay. All right. And like eight packs of abs. The easiest spot. And they give lap dances. You guys know Magic Mike, the film. Yeah. That had, I mean, zero. I was going to say girth, but that's not true. Like depth. There's uh, no real plot to it, but I've never seen this. Was matter. there only one? There was two. There the, was two of them. The second one was the worst okay. that I've ever seen in my life. But then again, with the sexy dancing, it's a good distraction. Uh, I remember when the first Magic Mike came out, and I was playing at the World of Beer in Vieira, mm-hmm. and that it was you know that area was right by a movie theater. And the bar was filled side to side with cougars. <laughs> it was like, oh, all heated up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they got this show, a new competition series, where you'll see the iconic Las Vegas show give, quote, ordinary guys a chance to work their magic. All right. So they released the trailer. And uh, those of you watching on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Yes. I thought, so we're still good with all three. Yeah, yeah we're, we're on them all. Um, you guys could see the average Joe's. Hoping to become uh, the old Channing Tatum's mm-hmm. over a course of a seven-episode Finding Magic Mike makeover mail stripping competition. Let's take teaser. a peek. Oh, is this going to be safe for the... Probably trip? not. Get All the right. dump button ready. Dude's taking off their shirts and jumping around. And because it's HBO Max, you're going to be able to see a lot, right? Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> oh, boy. That's good. Full dad bod situation with some of these guys. To find guys who feel like they've lost their magic. Love you guys. And we want to help them find it. It looks easy. Oh! Is that the guy from CSI? This isn't just about taking your clothes off. You're coming to see a show. Right, right. 
Who is bringing monsters. the whole package? I guess. Uh oh. The guy's just got a cowboy hat on. That's somebody's grandma, bro. <laughs> Finding Magic Mike uh, will debut December 16th on HBO. Grandma was having a good time. Yeah. Uh, the Max, the, I guess, showrunner, uh, the alum, excuse me, Luke uh, Broadlick says, we've created monsters. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure you are too, Sean, because uh, you'll have to be in the room for it. I'm going to hit pass on that. I'm not going to hit pass on this. It's like a problem with me. Mm -hmm. I know I don't need to do segues, <laughs> but it just makes me feel better. I don't have whooshes. Even celebs have side hustles when they're not dazzling audiences on the stage or the screen or with their clothes off like the previous dudes. They're on what? They're on Cameo. And now yeah. we've got a report. Make a big money, too. On the highest paid and most bankable celebrities on the Cameo app. Now, the first one that is mentioned that seems to be like the poster child for successful celebs on Cameo. It's Kevin. A, yeah, Kevin from The Office is, I think they, they say he makes like over a million a year on Cameo. Brian Baumgartner? Mm -hmm. Oh, the, the cost to individuals, $225. Now they have a separate section for costs to businesses. Yeah, there's a oh. bunch of people on Cameo that have options for... Uh, like you could use it in a commercial? Yeah, oh gosh, and some of, the some of the commercials I've seen still have the Cameo logo in them. It'll be like... <laughs> Yoda's big Snoop Dogg, and this is my favorite backgammon game. And you're like, oh, gosh, this is a cameo. They say cost of business is $2,500 for Kevin. I guess a big thing is also total reviews. That's what puts you up yeah. on the top. He is over 3600 Damn. Uh, right under him. I don't know. I'm assuming this is like he's the top earner, but um, this guy's also a top earner. Yeah, 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 uh, you fucking Gilbert Godfrey. A bucket and a mop for this witness. <laughs> and if you want some of that, uh, $175 to individuals, businesses, 950, 2800 reviews, and the list goes on and on. I'm pretty sure the guy that uh, played the soup Nazi on Seinfeld charges he you extra it? to wear the coat, yeah. the chef coat. Uh, they say Gilbert's making like $450,000, Mick Foley is making. Around four hundred forty-five thousand dollars. What about the Island Boys? Are the Island Boys on there? Ew. <laughs> They've been on TikTok for a while. I'm an Island Boy. <laughs> They're so awful, and also going to be my costume for next year. Oh, I need to find a partner. Uh, Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Wonderful from Shark yeah, Tank. Oh, okay. Uh, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Michael Rappaport, someone mm -hmm. who I've done comedy with. Yeah, digitally. In the same show, um, I would call I what you did three hundred thousand dollars. What you did was called comedy. What yeah. Michael Rappaport did was just Talk. make money. Talked. Rudy Giuliani is doing well, approximately eleven thousand dollars, and not very good compared to Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. But you know, you're getting there. And then Ed Big Neck Ed Brown or No Neck from mm. Ninety Day Fiance is also getting some one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. Nice off of the app. And I don't know how much money he's making. We thought we'd never see him again. But he got a gig. LeVar Burton. Yeah. yeah. He's saying, suck the fart, Jeopardy. I don't want your drama. Instead, I am going to host Trivial Pursuit. All right. The show. I remember that being the most boring game and super confusing throughout my entire life. That's like the uh, Bachelor reveal when they told them they were going to Cleveland. You're going <laughs> to Cleveland. Oh.
Wait, everyone else went to Europe. Okay. So LeVar Burton's going to host the new Trivial Pursuit show. He's also an executive producer. Trivial Pursuit is one of the best-known brands in the gaming universe. It so is. why not put it on the TV? It's probably worth mentioning that it hasn't been picked up by a network yet. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Okay. Patience. Trivial Pursuit. Pursuit has been a show for like, uh, I don't know, many years. 93, 2008. Right into it. Uh, <laughs> That I sounds guess like this was a, a bit updated. That also sounds like a guy who doesn't play Trivial Pursuit. No, I like to pursue trivia. <laughs> it, it actually, I like to pursue also a lot of things that start with the letter P. So it sounds like the most trivial mm-hmm. pursuit. Yeah. Speaking of P. Pee-wee? Oh, Pee-wee, yeah. Also hosting, and the three of us need to watch out for our jobs because he's hosting a radio show. Oh, uh, Paul Rubens is doing a radio show? Yes, uh, on November 26th, one time and one time only. Oh, oh my God, forget it. One time only. <laughs> one time for my homie. One time, homie. <laughs> Two times. It's going to be November 26th, and he said, um, I'm going to DJ a new, a new radio show. Ha, ha. That's like Pee Wee and Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> Slam together. You do your Pee Wee. No. Do you thought, do your Pee Wee. I thought it was good. I don't Thank do you voices. very much. Uh, one show deal, but maybe it turns into something regular. I guess we'll see. Ha, 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 ha. I hate myself. On the boob tube. <laughs> we only have to work but two days this week. Monday night football, baby. The Bucks and the Giants. Who's going who's gonna to bring the, home the gold? 30th season finale of Dancing with the Stars. The Voice, top 11, are going to perform tonight. And Sandra Bullock is going to be on Kimmel. Oh. And everyone, please shut up while I listen to this song. Get a chance to to what? How, we gotta, should we leave? <laughs> follow like your dreams. Follow your dreams and listen to the new Adele album. And um, follow me on Instagram at Sabrina Ambra. And then uh, say it with me, America. Smoke weed every day.